This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Tuesday, April the 26th, 2022, episode 380. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. My name is Nick Craig. You can uh, finally check me out on Twitter. We're back at Nicholas M. Craig. You can check me out there. You can also visit my website, nickcraig.com, or our website where you'll find this program each and every week, infectionpodcast.com. Joining me from the great state of Idaho uh, with some technical issues today, uh, Brian with an eye yeah. on Brian, you just had to keep playing with it, didn't you? I know. It was only a little bit bad at the beginning. But hey, at least we now know it's not the cable. It is the plug <laughs> that the cable goes into. I'll decide if I want to bother opening it up and I could use, I don't know, I have a heat gun. I that, that's kind of I, I, that's what you need to place. do. Yeah, I think that's what I just watched a YouTube video on. So perfect. What's uh what's, yeah, what's going so on I, in your I world? Might, I might end up doing that. Uh, not too much. If you want to find me at Brian Knowledge on Gab Parlor Getter, whatever else, and Voice of Computer on, I actually created an account again as well. <laughs> oh, you're back! You're actually back on Twitter. Back, back, back on the Freedom Network. Yeah. Wow. So we'll see how that, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I haven't tweeted anything. I'm following Elon Musk, so we'll see. What, what is your? Well, it's it's at boy. Is it on your at website? Voice of Computer. Of- is it, is it on your website, Byte of Tech? Oh, I, I don't know if it's on there. Anyway. I probably well, I mean, it you're going to sit here. It's not. So you're going to sit here and plug your website that you haven't posted an article on since 2019. And you don't even have your updated I'm social saying, media I'm saying my here. voice to computer Twitter blog. You my can go point there is you you promote this blog and it has you talk about how it's got all your social media profiles, Brian, and it doesn't Except have your Twitter account. There hasn't been a post since April of 2019. It's been freaking two years. It's been busy. Busy, busy couple of years. <laughs> it's been well, it's been literally three years, almost to the date since you posted something on there. Yeah, that's true. Well, and that's <laughs> yeah. So, well, someday maybe I'll I'll post something. About yeah, all right. we'll so it's it's eventually. it's at Boise Computer. Yes, I well at Brian Aldridge is taken by uh, like a fifty something year old cheer dad. Uh, that is not <laughs> me. I'm gonna give him a follow. <laughs> It'll be you in a yeah. couple of years. Yeah, so that was kind of disappointing. I was going to say see if there that was available and he's tweeting regularly i see that you have a uh, i see that you have a furry that's following you by the looks of it oh well you know how that goes i i haven't really done anything i haven't browsed twitter yet you know since i've been back but no, there's one there, there's a there's an individual that we know that's following you that has a very provocative profile picture so oh okay uh, yeah. <laughs> well hey uh, <laughs> one thing go i encourage ahead. you to do is go to our website we've got infectionpodcast.com and on the right hand side, join our server on Discord, where we have a lot of uh, a lot of different channels, ARC servers, uh, politics channel. We have a place where if there's a topic you think we should be covering and we're not, jump into our server and you can go get post links, post uh, articles, whatever it is, videos that you think we should be looking at. And we'll uh, review those before the live show starts. If you want to uh, watch the video form of the podcast, we have that up on, on the top where it's Twitch, YouTube, BitChute, and DLive. And then the lower right-hand side, we have all the audio forms of the podcast. So however you want to do that, just remember the audio-only form is recorded after the fact, so you cannot watch that live or listen to it live. But if you are going to listen to it after the fact, I encourage you to go check out those show notes because they will have uh, articles and links for everything 
that we discussed during the show. So if you're going to listen, you could watch videos and kind of follow along as you listen. And that could, uh, could be very helpful. If you want to support us, there is a support option in the menu or infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. And you have all Prime Gaming subs, Hubble Bundle, um, Amazon Prime, a lot of different ways to subscribe. So there are a lot of different ways you can support the show. Uh, and who's, we'll be talking a little bit about PAX East today. <laughs> yes, we will. But um, uh, conventions are starting back up. Yeah. So uh, before we get into anything, Brian, I think it's only uh, it only makes sense that we start off with uh, with Twitter and some of the ongoings yeah. there. Uh, Elon Musk spending a, uh, it's looking like it's going to work out to about forty four billion dollars to purchase the platform. Yeah. Um, what are your initial uh, initial impressions and takeaways of that? Uh, well, I mean. It's a large amount of money, but if you look at what's happening behind the scenes, there's a lot. Twitter doesn't make a ton of money on advertising. I'm not sure exactly how they make their money other than for data collection. Uh, If you look at what happens during elections, people will rent the pipe to be able to see and predict what's getting ready to happen Um, because they they found that Twitter is actually one of the most accurate ways to predict what's going to happen in an event because of you can tell what people are actually thinking in general on Twitter. Now that kind of quit working. And if you think that that's, if you think that's their whole business plan and then they attempted to cut out half of that market, how are you getting, they're kind of just, we're destroying their own product. They were, they're making it. So their own product was inaccurate and useless and they were doing it purely for politics, which shows you how crazy it and just dedicated to the political side of it and not the company side of it. They were, well, they're a publicly traded company, which brought up some interesting uh, developments with with Musk because he knows they're making decisions that aren't in the best interest of the uh, of the shareholder, and he knew that they'd be willing to do that. And he kind of tested them. He put it out there something that was guaranteed to be in the best interest of the shareholder, and they tried to prevent it because they didn't like the politics of the person making the offer, which shouldn't have which- anything to do with this. Well, and, and it's it's interesting that you say that um, because I think the idea and the notion that Elon Musk is a, either a Democrat or a Republican or a liberal or a conservative is the stupidest thing I've seen the past couple of days. He's neither of those yep. things. He is a yep. he's an Elon Muskist and he will do whatever yeah. best fits his interest for his businesses or his companies and i'll be i don't think he'll he doesn't really care what political party or what goes on politically he just wants to you know have successful businesses and operate them so the idea that he is a crazy right-wing extremist or a crazy left-wing progressive yeah. is just is just stupid there's no evidence to back any of that up um, I mean, he was. A big I do think Andrew. he believes in freedom, though. Well, he does believe he, in freedom. He believes but, in freedom. But, but you've got the left out here now claiming that Elon Musk is right wing. I mean, he was the biggest supporter of Andrew Yang, a literal self-described yeah. socialist that ran in a New York gubernatorial race. So the idea that he is far yeah. right or far left is just retarded. And anybody that believes that is an idiot. Um, with that being yeah. said, you're spot on, Brian. Twitter has has a failing business model. They have been unable, unlike Facebook and Google and other text platforms, they've been unable to capitalize user base into revenue. Their stock yep. was was at a, their stock in early March was at about 50, 31 and a half dollars, which was a 52 week low. The stock was at 60, 70 bucks back in, you know, winter of last year, October, November of last year, 21. The stock was hanging around 
65, 66 bucks a share. And in March of 2022, it had dipped all the way down to sub $32 a share. So it was failing. And it's so funny because everything kind of all culminated in the last couple of days because Twitter has an earnings report that is scheduled to come out Thursday. And I am convinced that the share, the, the board of directors that was holding this up was told, if you don't do this acquisition prior to this Thursday earning reports, Twitter, as you know, it is over with because yeah. not only will the earnings report be a disaster, Elon Musk, after yep. seeing that earnings report, is going to dump his nine and a half percent of the company and that stock is going to plummet to probably sub teens, if not lower than that. That's exactly yep. what would have happened if they didn't make this deal. Um, and now we have to wait and see if the uh, Security and Exchange Commission or the FTC or anybody wants to step in and try and block this. Um, yeah, it would be very interesting because now you're seeing the revitalization of talking about Section 230. Now, all of a sudden, the uh, Democrats want to talk about, well, it's, uh, you know, there might be a platform, not a publisher. And, uh, you know, maybe we should have a conversation about this, um, you know, because yeah, all of a sudden, one, yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. You know, one, one political party can control it and it's OK. The other who, by the way, Elon Musk is, as I mentioned before, not a Republican, not a conservative, yeah. just kind of a constitutionalist and very big on free speech god yeah. forbid he gets control of it so uh been seeing a lot of people creating twitter accounts lots of um and even by looking at yours brian i've seen i've got a couple of follows in the past day from individuals all joined april 2022 so lots of folks yeah. uh coming right back to the old twitterverse because now i know that they will have no choice they will have no choice but to allow everyone to speak if he says they have to allow everyone to speak, which is what he said he will do. Hmm. Uh, the only reason I quit is they were worthless. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to support someone who actively fights against what I believe, actively, and, and spits in my face and, and, tr- and treated me, uh, well, everybody, the way that they did during, during that. You know, if anyone d- believed different than them, they would ban you and they would say all these horrible things. Yet you would have pedophiles and rapists and, and just killers and everyone else can be on there. Uh, terrorist organizations can be on there. You have the four Aitola. countries. <laughs> the Ayatollah can be on there. Uh, I bet you uh, Kim Jong-un could have a nice account on there if he would you know, use the Internet. But, you know, of course, Donald Trump couldn't because they're worried about what he would say. Not not with the people who actually go and do it in real life. They're worried about what he would say, not the people actually killing hundreds to thousands of people every year not the people raping kids and doing all these things and as montage on youtube oh boy but um i just it's frustrating to think that that all of that is acceptable in their eyes but freedom of speech is not and and, and it's stupidity it's just incredible stupidity so i'm hoping this will finally cause it to where people can have an equal discourse because where on the internet can other can we have an equal discourse that the democrats are willing to go Yeah, there you go. You have the answer. Uh, they won't go to Rumble. They won't go to Gab. They won't go to all these places, uh, but they will go to Facebook and Twitter and and uh, Instagram and you know all list off all the other ones that are willing to infringe YouTube. You can't find an interesting video half the time on YouTube anymore because they won't part, post anything that's actually recent news and controversial whatsoever. If it doesn't go with the main grain of, oh, we love these vaccines. Look at how many people they're making sick. This is great. Uh, what else are we supposed to talk about? 
<laughs> you know, oh, you're going to talk about how good the vaccines are because that's what you can talk about. Oh, let's talk about how good they are. Oh, they don't work. Oh, well, let's keep talking about how good they are. Everybody make sure you get one. They don't prevent transmission. You don't prevent you from actually getting it, but let's get the vaccine. Why? And yet you were pushed and forced to say that on, on a platform uh, when now it's fair, it's proven fact after everything that I've said, I can't find a single one of those things that I've said that hasn't been true because you know what? I don't have to guess because I'm, be, I'm dealing out of reality. I was speaking out of reality and I was basing it on the things I was seeing, not the things that they were saying. And, and amazingly, my, my hit, my batting average is 99%. I, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, so some things maybe haven't come true, but the things that I pushed that they got pissed about ended up all being true. Who was the wrong one? You, but you're still banning people for saying the same thing, even though you know you're lying. And that's that's the stupidity of the whole thing. That's what frustrates well, me. Well, uh, yeah, obviously. And um, and this and now that there's a potential that they'll lose control of this uh, platform, all hell is breaking loose. So uh, this is a long process. You're looking at at least yeah. at the earliest, probably eight months that anything is actually done. You're talking about a 100 percent private equity buyout of a company taking it private. He's got some. Uh, pretty big uh, ba- backers, a whole bunch of uh, Morgan Stanley, yeah. I think, is the chief uh, chief well, is the chief executor behind the backing of it. Uh, Morgan Stanley is in there as well. Um, so some other some other companies. But uh, unless the federal government decides to screw Elon Musk out of it, which I wouldn't put past them because, um, you know, they use this machine just as much as everybody else um, in the next. They, uh, they better hurry. Year. They only got so much. So much longer before they'll have any choices in this. Yeah, so it uh, looks like well, pro- probably about a year with uh, probably about a year until the full transition happens. Um, but it looks and like I, I think Musk we'll have a lame duck Twitter. in a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we'll have a lame duck in a year to where whatever they're going to try to push will be laughed at. There will be nothing they can push anymore. Yeah, they're, they're holding on to their last straws, and we'll see what happens. Okay, I've a. Do you want to talk any more about that? I've got an interesting one that I I've been saving for you. I thought you would find it. Uh, I think I know. Uh, go ahead. I think I know which one you saved for me. Okay. Well, uh, where did I put it on here? Okay. So there is one involve, where uh, uh, it's from Gog. Yeah. Here we go. Just if you jump up one, uh, CD Projekt Red. They're looking into this thing called menstrual leave. I'd never really heard of menstrual leave before, but they got the idea from Gog. You know, good old gaming, or is that what a good old gaming is? That what it's called? Uh, well, apparently for? they were rebranding as good old game and going back to their uh, back to their roots. Apparently, all right. So they, on their LinkedIn, they made a nice little announcement talking about how they're offering something called menstrual leave. And can you mind if I read this to you? No, please, Brian. Uh, be, please be my guest. All right. So this is this is the Gog's uh, announcement of this. We're happy to announce that effective today, we're implementing menstrual leave for all menstruating employees of Gog. Menstrual leave fosters inclusiveness by accepting that there are biological differences in the workplace. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 Wait, what? No. Hate speech. Oh. Uh, God. By oh. giving additional days off Brian, for those please experiencing stop. menstrual period pain. Wait, are you telling me all women are experiencing menstrual period pain? I didn't know this. This is new. I, this goes against the science that I've been taught on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Because I didn't think menstrual. <laughs> All women can menstruate, right? You're starting to sound like like Randy from South Park. Biological (laughs) in my whole brain, because I'm not a scientist or biologist, remember. I don't even know what happened. I mean, I'm so lost in the middle of this. I thought menstruating 
employees fostering inclusiveness that just but they're talking about biology so by giving additional days off for those experiencing menstrual period pain we acknowledge these symptoms are real so this is instead of saying women in our company can have you know menstrual time off they cannot say that because what would happen if they said that it's sexist well, they would say, uh, well, not all women can have menstruation. Oh, That's well, true. Uh, I mean, true. <laughs> uh, okay, so what do they have to say? Okay, well, all menstruating employees. So we have to go to the biology of what's actually happening to determine whether or not they are a now called a menstruating person, because we can't say a menstruating woman or man. You have to say a menstruating person. Because now, all of a sudden, we have men that are able to menstruate. I mean, according to YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, you know, all the other places up until now. Uh, and now, but, but we can also have women that can menstruate, but we also have men that cannot menstruate. And we also have women that cannot menstruate. So they can't give a, a policy with what they have to say, menstruating employees now. So that people that are trans can't just say, well, I'm taking days off because I am menstruating. Right. You're menstruating. Well, you can't tell them they're not. Because if you tell them they're not a woman, because we don't understand biology, then you will be kicked off of every platform. This is the stupidest thing. I, I mean, I have to think, sure, give women menstruating days off. If it helps, makes more peace in the workplace. What, no, I, I whatever actually, happens. I, I actually completely disagree with that statement, but, but go ahead. I'm saying if, if a company this is a, you know, in a free market wants to do that, let them do that. But the fact that they had to prance around that so heavily, and they can't just say for the females in our, our company that, that, that want to take days off from menstruating, they can, the fact that they cannot say that because they've backed themselves into such a corner is just so silly. And that shows you where we're at. I mean, and, and then CD Projekt Red, you know, they, they saw that and they're like, uh, you know, I think this is great. You know, they get to take days off whenever period pains occur, even though they're probably working from home. Uh, you know, you you can take those days off. Well, what do men get? I mean, we get. We, what, what do we get that they don't get? I'm I'm really well. According to that, you get thirty uh, percent more pay or whatever bullshit. Um, Not but, anymore. Uh, that's been that's been reversed. That's actually they've found that men now make less than women right, well, in the same position. Uh, well, I ref- I do I don't I don't believe you. So I'm and I'm just going to disagree <laughs> with you. So uh, so no, that I don't. No, that's not true. Um, Look, what happens when you start using Twitter again. Yeah, well, exactly, Brian. Yeah, exactly. You're on Twitter one day and you're already falling for for nonsensical fake news bullshit. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's again, you're you're just the these are companies that well, CD Projekt Red is a game developer. Um, yeah, Gog is you know, apparently going back to the roots, as they claimed just a few weeks ago. Hey, we're going back to what we were in the '90s and early 2000s. Um, and they can't even say the word woman in a, uh, in a post and, and uh, actually be able to say what that is, because you say woman, that does not say what all that you can't, you can't even describe a person and anything about them physically by using the word woman anymore. Other than they're human, they are human. You've got that, but you can't describe it. Other, you, know, you can't describe a single thing about a person saying the word woman and guarantee what you're going to get. You cannot. 
I just I and found this. Scary. I just found this. This is just one of the interesting posts I found as a comment on here. It says, as a woman, and by looking at her Insta or her uh, I- I- LinkedIn profile, she does appear to actually be a woman. She says, as a woman, I 100% dislike this, and I think this is walking backwards instead of forward. This will make any hiring manager feel uneasy to hire a woman more than they already are. This is why I'm 100% in favor of same-time parental leave for both parents, for example. Bada bada ba. Menstrual leave is ridiculous and puts us back several decades. Well, I yeah. think there's some valid points there. Now, CD Projekt Red said, oh, yes, they will be paid wages for days that they are not working. Um, so, so no problem there. But so the company is going to pay you to work even though you're not working. So you're not being productive, meaning you're not hitting your deadlines. Well, that's going to be a problem. So, I mean, you're essentially saying you are you essentially saying that an employee is going to take three or four days off every month? Because that's kind of what this is going to break down to. I mean, Brian, I'm no expert, obviously, as a bigoted man. Um, I have no idea. But from what I understand about the uh, uh, reproductive cycle of a woman, this happens on about a monthly basis and can last anywhere between about three and five and last severely for about three to five days. Is that is that what you understand also? Um Understanding, being, uh, you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're yeah, but the thing is, well, you'd have, to, you'd have to see the kind of whether or not they're give. how long are they giving them? Three days? Uh, said, who, that, who, I don't know. I it mean, they say. can give them a whole week. I don't, well, depends, that's what I'm you know, saying. how some women are different. Some may be feeling them longer. Uh, they're saying that's, while that's you're feeling pain, what if someone's feeling the pain is two weeks out of the, a month? So what I'm saying is let's just assume five days. So you're telling me every so three week. weeks, somebody is going to have an entire week off. This is going to kill a company's productivity. Why would you, you hire a woman after? Uh, uh, oh, wait, sorry. Uh, a menstruating employee after this. All right, I just, oh, I almost said something bad. <laughs> my, wife, my wife is laughing. I didn't mean to say woman. I'm sorry. A uh, menstruating person. Menstruating person. Menstruating. I don't want well, to and, be and I think non-inclusive. That, and, and I think that's exactly the point that that one LinkedIn person made is that you're now going to lose. Pro- You've already got and okay. So now let's transition this into uh, into CD Projekt Red and actual video games here. You've got a company in CD Projekt Red who is already unable to meet any of the di- guide deadlines that they have. They just canned the Witcher Three next gen update because God forbid they actually get something done. It took them over a year to get the Cyberpunk Cyberpunk really the 1.0 patch out this company is now going to start just indiscriminately giving away weeks off at a time to employees that's the stupidest shit i've ever heard i know but okay so the problem is these companies especially in a time right now where i think all these companies got to be struggling first of all they're struggling to find people that actually want to work because they're getting so much money from the government right now uh and and then you know getting people to work and then the just the restrictions of all the covid things and everything else that's been put on making a profit right now is difficult and then you toss this kind of stuff in there it is it's going to make it more difficult and then you're saying okay well we're giving all this extra benefit because they are menstruating persons uh you know and how you can't afford to keep doing it well and 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 i think and again you know, you want to have a conversation about days off for menstruation? I don't care. That's not this show. But let's just talk about the legitimacy of a company that is already failing to meet guidelines and 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 failing and struggling. What what do they do? Because I can't. I mean, for me in my job, 
taking a week off is difficult. Like that would be difficult. If and doing that every month, I I I wouldn't be expected to hold the same position and to be expected to um be looked at for certain positions or or things like that if i were taking one quarter of the month off every month uh, and and but then you're going to say well they need equal pay you're no okay you taking a week off is way more than your equal pay the fact that you get to not come to work for a week is you're making more than i am by a quarter of your paycheck i have to go to work to make that money I can't, they could go get a side job and work that week and make, make extra money. Talking about extra money that make, give me a reason to not show up for a week every month and I'll go do something else for that week and I'll make some more money. Yeah. I'll go home. I'll play, I'll play, I'll play the uh, Witcher three uh, next gen update that didn't come out. They're acting like it's being sick. There's no way that you can't go to work the whole time that you're, you're having your menstrual, your cycle. I just, yeah. Well, I, I just, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I, I am not, uh, I'm not a menstruating person, but my well, wife. You know, here's the thing though, Brian, it, fine. you, you very well can be. I mean, I could just, well, I don't know. This, this say- is, they, I feel like they're really restricting me because I just don't know how I could become a menstruating person. If I could find you the just path. say it. I could just identify as a menstruating person. Well, exactly. Give me my time off. Yeah, problems. Because exactly. you cannot tell me what I identify or don't identify as. You're not a yeah. biologist. Yeah, well, then they'll just find a reason to fire you for cause. So, uh, so yeah, that's what's going on over at uh, GOG and uh, might be coming to CD Projekt Red. So if your hopes were for more uh, CD Projekt Red deadlines to be met, uh, I, I have a strong suspicion you will be uh, incredibly uh, dissatisfied with how that goes. Speaking of lunacy, Brian, let's, uh, let's talk about PAX East. Uh, we didn't go <laughs> yeah. to PAX East this year because they've got a ridiculous... No. Not only a vaccine mandate, but they also have a masking requirement. So let's play this out. Vaccine mandate, meaning everybody has to prove vaccination. Everybody's been vaccinated before they get there. And everybody is wearing a mask. So that is, I mean, Brian, that is, that's protection. I mean, that's that's, 99.9999% protection. That's equivalent equivalent to abstinence with sex. Right. You, you're, yeah. you're abstinent. You can't get covid. Well, that's not the case because there were multiple exposures, including three individuals from one group that all tested positive for covid-19 after PAX East 2022. This was just one company known as Pandemonium Books and Games. Um, they posted that three of their employees and customers confirmed positive for covid on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday of the week of the event uh, where they had a booth at the convention. So vaccine mandate, mask requirement, still getting COVID-19. Okay. If we did, if, it. Uh, if birth control was as effective as the COVID vaccine, do you think people would be this patient and be like, Oh yeah, I'm not going to argue. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep taking this birth control, even though everybody keeps having babies. It's proven that it's 99.9999% ineffective against preventing child, uh, you know, getting pregnant. But still, you're supposed to keep getting it. Uh, And don't tell anybody they can't get it or else, you know, you'll get kicked off all the platforms or shouldn't get it. But of course, you'll keep taking that birth control because, you know, it's not effective, but keep taking it. People would say, well, why would I take it then? But they don't say, why am I getting this vaccine? It's not effective. Uh, this one that we know doesn't work, but, you know, keep taking it. 
my dad personally is dealing with a lot of complications from the COVID vaccine. So I'm a little pissed about the whole thing because if they take my dad because they forced him to get a vaccine to be able to go do what he had to do to get his medical treatments, I'm going to be pissed. And the fact oh. that the hospitals now refuse to investigate all the symptoms that he's been having that happen to match up with all these other people that got the same kind of vaccine, yet they refuse to do it because they don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Shame on you, idiots. Shame on you, idiots, who sit there and push something, yet you will not face the facts and, and man up enough to look them in the eye when you were wrong and say, you know what? That was a mistake. Let's see what we can do to make it better. You won't even step down enough to say, I made a mistake and you'll let people die left and right. Shame on you. You doctors should step down because you have failed this system. I'm sick and tired of all this crap on YouTube, what was on Twitter, all this stuff on Facebook where you can't say, hey, you know what? When people, after they take these, uh, this, uh, the Pfizer vaccine, have tons of problems. My dad's going through those problems that it started the day he got his vaccine. And you're telling me, not you, Nick, <laughs> well, I'm, no, not, I'm, I'm not, not yelling at you, yeah. But, yeah, but you're telling me that, uh, that it's safe. You're supposed to keep doing it. Trust the science is what I keep hearing. I'm looking at the science and you guys have left it. You've turned your back on the science and you quit looking. It's truly disgusting. And it shows me that politics have made it to where people are willing to kill each other. And look, oh, North Korea is a perfect example of that. China is a perfect example of that. Look through history at all the times when politics let people kill each other. And all of a sudden politics, people are fine with people dying around them. Oh, it's fine. They didn't believe as, as well as I do about yep. this. Oh, they weren't a good comrade, a good citizen. They did go get their vaccines in the way that I got my vaccines. No, my dad did go get his vaccines like you did. And guess what? It's, it, it's, it's hurting him. I, it, it makes me pissed. And, oh. and someone who was perfectly healthy beforehand, and you turn around and say, oh, you have to get the COVID vaccine or else you won't get you know, medical treatment. You can't go get this surgery. You can't do that. Shame on you guys. You're killing people left and right, and yet you will continue to stand behind science while you say that, oh, I'm not a biologist. I can't even say whether or not a menstruating person is a, a female. Uh, uh, Brian, I can't, <laughs> I can't really argue with anything that you're saying. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm speaking facts and science. It just hurts, you know, because so, you know that if, if the wrong person hears this, they'll have a heart attack. You know, but, oh, but, person with, if, if they have a heart. I mean, you know, we want to assume everybody has all these parts. Yeah. So, so speaking of facts and science, um, do you think that uh, if, in fact, more of these cases come out from PACs, that we will see these, um, we will see maybe these companies deciding to revert some of these restrictions, or are they just going to double and triple down? I'm not sure if you How saw about it today, the statistics Brian, that people the, that have the vaccine are more likely to transmit the virus than people that are not. How about that? Yeah, but, uh, but, but, how about you say people with vaccine can't come to these conventions? And guess what? You'll probably have less outbreaks. Well, here's the thing, and I'm not going to argue that with you. The point is, is they, they don't care about that. But do, I'm saying, do you think no, that... the science doesn't certain, matter in the end to them. No, They'll no, say right. they trust the science, but they don't care about it. Exactly. Um, but do you think at a certain point that we will see the uh, transition here from this at these conventions, knowing that damn well they don't work? I think next year you're going to start seeing so many changes that people will feel foolish if they do this kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. I right think, now, I think... right now, people have they have used psychology and pressure. You know, I, I've stood against the grain enough times in my life against people that ha don't agree with me, and I don't care because I'm unwilling to turn my back just to feel like everybody. Oh, look. He, oh, yeah. He he's he's one of us. I don't care if I'm one of you. I'd rather be right. And when I say right, correct. 
I'd rather be the one who was honest, the one who was true, the one who said the thing that was accurate, that if I'm saying it, I'm saying it because I want you to see the truth too. And I'm trying to help you rather than the people that sit here and lie and try to say stuff just because, oh, they're worried that their political party won't be in power anymore. If you're willing to kill people because you're worried about your political party not being in power anymore, you are a problem. Think about it. You are a problem and you are not a good person. And if you think that everyone else around you is not a good person because they're living their life in their own way, how about you? You can go sit in your house and not come out of it. That, I mean, if you're telling everybody to do it, well, how about if you stay inside? Are you going to get the COVID if you stay inside your own house like you're telling everyone else to do? How about we have a little bit of freedom as an accepted policy and let people go take their own risks? If you go out in public, guess what? Just like in the cold and the flu days, you're taking a risk of getting a cold or a flu back when they had colds and flus. It's amazing how those things disappeared. Mm. Uh, you know, at what point, right? At what point are we going to keep on lying? And 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 as I tell my boys, uh, we, we tell them all the time, uh, you know, when you see that the emperor has no clothes, don't be afraid to point it out. Even if people say, what are you talking about? If you see that that emperor is naked, say it. Don't be afraid to, to, to not say it. Because, just because they're scared to say anything, perhaps you being willing to actually tell the truth for once will make them stand up and not be scared anymore. Because sometimes it takes it takes a man, not phys- not biologi- biologically, but you know, ment- mentally. Because there's women that are the same way. My wife's like this. It, 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 take, it takes someone who's actually willing to sit up and say, you know what? I'm not going to lie with you on something. And that's why I got off Twitter because I was unwilling to lie anymore. I, the only way I could say certain things if it's, uh, if it's I was willing to lie about it. And I'm unwilling to lie. I'm not going to go on a platform and lie. And so the, the, there's people that will lie all day. I mean, go look at Saki. Look at the half the stuff she says. She knows she's lying. She'll lie to your face and twist it. Or she'll refuse to answer a question because she doesn't want to say a lie on camera. Uh, you know, these, There's people in this world that do not care. You know what? I do care. And so things like this, when you see, oh, look, th- this is happening at the convention. Okay, well, here's how if, you, if you're willing to accept the truth, here's how you could deal with it. How can you go into board meeting with these companies and these organizations and actually have a conversation about the problem? How well, can you talk about how are we going to deal with COVID and make it so that people are less likely to get it at our events? When you're unwilling to look at the actual facts of the situation, like, huh, oh, people with the COVID vaccine still catch COVID. They still transmit COVID. Masks are not truly effective. I have someone who vapes blow out uh, while their mask is on and you tell me how effective that is. If you see a single bit of smoke then that tells, that tells you that the, va- the, the mask was ineffective. A single bit of smoke because those particles are bigger than the COVID vaccine and you're telling me to wear that mask? The truth. The emperor has no clothes and you're te- they're telling us to not say it. Oh. At what point do you just say, all right, <laughs> I'm not going to participate. If I, if I can't stand here and say, I don't want to look at this naked person up here anymore, I'd rather go home. I I should have the right to do that. I don't have to look at the naked person and pretend that they're wearing clothes. So now, uh, so now we wait and see uh, if there will be a change maybe before PAX West or some of these other shows, but uh, we'll have the link in that on our website to infectionpodcast.com. All right, Brian, uh, (laughs) let's move over to some, uh, some video game talk here. Video game Um, news. Yes. So we've seen the acquisition of, Activision Blizzard by Microsoft. Yeah, we've seen the yep. Activision, uh, the acquisition of uh, Bethesda by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. We've seen Bungie get acquired by Sony. 
there's been a lot yeah. of these companies that have been acquired and that leaves just a few kind of dogs left in here ea yep and yep. ubisoft and rockstar are about Which the three I'd be surprised that unless those there are, are some come stuff in the future is really bad it's pretty surprised if they be yeah okay. so those are kind of the three that are left that aren't owned by either microsoft or sony at this point um, but there's an article over here at PC Gamer headlined, several private equity firms might be interested in buying Ubisoft. And the report came from Bloomberg. Um, and it just talked about how several private equity firms uh, have been studying Ubisoft's French business model because it is a French company. Um, and Ubisoft has, hasn't entered into any serious negotiations yet. And it's unclear whether its major shareholders would be willing to pursue a deal, um, but they have apparently been shedding employees at a, a pretty staggering rate. Um, they have the same issues that all of these other development firms are dealing with. People constantly bitching about not wanting to work and, oh my God, you have a deadline and I have to meet this deadline, so I might have to work extra hours a week because you know that's what it's like working in a team and having a deadline. Uh, you know, just just this nonsensical horseshit from from these uh, from these individuals that work in video game development. Again, like every other business, you have deadlines. Um, like for example, Brian, I'm going to let you know this uh, inside knowledge here. My parents are visiting this weekend, so I'm taking Monday off from work. Guess what I have to do? Take a guess. Work. You have to work a lecture this week to get your uh, show prepped, so you can not go in on Monday. Whoa. Whoa, Adis, <laughs> oh, you, you hit it right on the well, head, I'm, my friend. I'm on Jesus. a deadline right now with work. Well, as far as we have something that tomorrow we're looking at going into testing. Uh, so by tomorrow night, I have to have my code passing a certain level. Well, of you should so I've been working extra for you know the past what you should week. Do? You should go on Twitter. You should change your name and put the uh, go to one of those uh, gamer, uh, uh, one of the gamer union uh, uh, places and grab all of the ABK or have. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Grab all of the, the, the hearts and bullshit they have in their... Uh, uh, name on Twitter and copy that in, and then you should you should ask to start sure, a making a hand job. like this. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You can yeah you can do that. So there, Ubisoft is dealing with the same issues that all these other developers are dealing with. Um, typically, and I will just say this: um, when you have a private equity group that purchases a company, a private equity group most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time is looking to just make a return on their investment, and that's it. Yeah. That's why they are known as a private equity firm or a private capital firm. They don't necessarily care about the business itself. They care about money. That's how private entity firms work. So I don't. this probably isn't the best direction for Ubisoft in terms of them getting back to any semblance of uh, normalcy with video game development, but this, uh, this might be the way that things go. If somebody that doesn't have a video game oriented uh, mind jumps in and, you know, some of these private equity firms, Brian, they own the second they buy this company, they're already looking to shop it and sell it off again and just try to get as good quickest return that they can on their money. I would be surprised if Microsoft doesn't jump in for this though. Because I don't think Microsoft thing, wants Ubisoft. Why? I don't think, yeah, I don't think they have anything worth having. There's some games that I could just see them just dance. 
I don't I mean, think people. There, when some, was the last Just Dance that came out? I have there been a recent Just but Dance? But I'm saying that's a stupid intro video, isn't it? For all of those. Yeah, you're little, right. I'm just. That's like their look. biggest thing they push. Now, when is Ubisoft last... is shutting down online. Do you see that online services for 90 older games? So they're no, definitely what are they shutting leaning down? out. So they're shutting down the online services for uh, like Rainbow Six Vegas, Splinter Cell, Chaos Theory, oh, um, some it. of their Just Dance titles. Anno 2070, um, Assassin's Creed 2, 3, uh, Brotherhood, Driver San Francisco, Far Cry 3, Silent Hunter 5, uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist. Um, then there were some, uh, there were some other ones as well. So they're, they're definitely figuring out ways to lean out the company, which would make sense if they're trying to make it like their expenses are low, you know, right now to get purchased. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if there's something coming up here soon you know because it, they're it seems like they're really hesitating on putting out there's been a number of leaks they announced a new project i think today or this past week uh, about a game coming out but that's all you've really heard for a while it seems like they've been pretty quiet yeah I, i'm I, I don't know i'm not sure that anybody I, I don't know why you know obviously you can look at assassin's Creed. that's probably the biggest ip that, that ubisoft has available under their yeah. um moniker of of titles um but outside of assassin's creed and maybe the far cry series which you know let's be clear they're large games they don't have the following that they once did or necessarily the support that they once did but if i'm microsoft brian i don't think ubisoft has any technology that i need uh microsoft i'm sure has got and sony probably has got all of the tech and better tech than Ubisoft has to offer. So it's not like you're acquiring them for, for technology. Uh, their workforce, they're probably just a whiny bunch of idiots that you know uh, have been complaining about it's tough to work at a company that has deadlines. So you're not getting anything yeah. useful there. You're essentially buying the Assassin's Creed and Far Cry IPs. How much is that worth for Microsoft? I don't think it's worth a whole hell of a lot. That's what I'm lot. saying. They, they, I don't they made That's the thing, is if it's up for sale... And the price is right. I just don't see. Well, why that's they the thing is, I think what the I think that the right price for Microsoft versus the right price for a private equity firm are two very different numbers. Because even if a private yeah. equity firm purchases it, Microsoft still benefits from Ubisoft. There's still license yeah. fees that they charge. They still get a cut of every games. game that's sold. So it's not like Microsoft loses out completely. And that's why I'm saying I'm not sure. Unlike Bethesda. Unlike uh, Activision Blizzard, where it, there's just there's so much more to it than just the IPs, um, or in, in the case of Blizzard, stronger IPs. I, I just I'm not sure that Ubisoft is. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why people. I don't know why Microsoft would want it. Sony's probably more in the ballpark for it because they're so far behind the eight ball. Um, yeah. And they're just Maybe looking they for anything they can get exclusive. Well, and that's the thing. And that's kind of what they, they I think they way overpaid for Bungie, but they did it anyway just to kind of give the middle finger to Microsoft and go, hey, look, yeah. well, even though uh, even though Bungie doesn't do Halo anymore, 343 Studios does. Uh, look, at we got the, got the group that made Halo. Ha, ha, ha. Nobody, you know, yeah. people, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting, though. Now, let's talk about Microsoft here for a minute because sure. right along that line, there's a Xbox job ad that came out and they're suggesting that they're still seeking to purchase companies. So uh, there was a job role this weekend that they published 
that indicates that, for instance, the, the gaming strategy and development team serves as the corporate strategy function for Team Xbox. Uh, we're clo- we partner closely with the gaming leadership team to identify and evaluate transformative growth opportunities. Our charter includes helping to answer Microsoft's gaming's most challenging business questions, leading gaming's, uh, you know, finding where they can, and a lot of this are taking this as finding purchase strategic purchases and things like that to be able to get either technology or to get uh, better IPs, things like that. And so, uh, I think personally that that this is going to be their strategy get because there's so many companies that are struggling right now. They're struggling to get developers, which is probably killing them in meeting deadlines, which is probably killing them on, on, on their, what they're making for the whole company for the year. This is the perfect time for them to come in while their, their business model isn't, hasn't been uh, affected that much. And actually COVID and the working from home for Microsoft has helped it even helped it out. And made it even stronger. So I think personally that, you know, for them, they're just going to continue purchasing these companies that are currently valued low just because of the struggles they're going to, because they know that's all temporary. I personally think a lot of this stuff next year isn't going to be thought. It's just going to, you know, they'll, people will finally be willing to say the emperor has no clothes and they'll move on a little bit. Uh, you know, but for now, these companies are dealing with all this and all the politics that are just causing chaos. Uh, and I, th- I think that it's a good opportunity for them to go and find and purchase these these studios. Now, whether or not it's the best thing in the long run, I can't you know give you the the answer for that. But I do think that this is a smart move for them to be doing. Yeah, and I think you know when you look at what eventually Microsoft and Sony will offer, and you have covered this now for years, Brian. They are not going yeah. to be in the console or the hardware market. They're going to be in the uh, probably in one way, shape or form, the game delivery market. That's kind of what they are going to be into. So to own the games that are as part of your game delivery market, kind of, um, you know, some would make the argument it's a monopoly. But in from Microsoft's vantage point, Microsoft's standpoint, it just gives them control over it and gives them exclusivity, which is how they're going to try and beat out their competition, whoever it might be, Sony, Nintendo, you know, who it's going to be services like Netflix. Netflix is a service. And, and and what they tried to do was to get all these exclusives to keep people on there. Now, the problem is the price of their service got so high. $19 a month. They were falling into the politics of everything and and just not making the best decisions and not being very equal with what's on their platform. And now they're struggling. Their stocks have tanked. Uh, they're having a lot of issues. Well, what they can learn is how about you just get the games that people enjoy and you quit pushing things into it, which I feel Microsoft has been, for the most part, has been doing. I don't hear much about Microsoft interjecting into their their games. I think they've learned they just need to kind of stay somewhat level-headed. And guess what? They'll they'll last out this whole storm where these other ones are jumping in with both feet and breaking their legs and not understanding why. I love that uh, analogy, jumping in with both feet and breaking their legs. I like that. Um, and I think well, you can give. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I do. And it makes it, it, it's a perfect analogy. And I think you can give a lot of credit of this to Major Nelson, Brian, who has been at the helm of the Xbox division of Microsoft for the past you know decade, if not more, who yeah. you know just seems to really be. I mean, you can follow him on Twitter, is incredibly focused on what? Video games, not political yeah, bullshit. Nothing else, video games and the direction and the decisions that Xbox is making inside of Microsoft. Um, And 
Microsoft has benefited handsomely because of it. Yep. And hopefully they continue. Show that as an example. When you don't play one side of the party, you don't sit there and try to you know manipulate people and get them to view your political view. Uh, I think people will become will start uh, appreciating that more and more and get to the point where they say, okay, this is normal. I don't want, you know, you as a company shouldn't be telling me what I need to think politically. That's none of your business. How about you just sell me a product and keep to your lane, keep to what you do. You know, Microsoft's been doing that. And guess what? They're becoming the most successful. Uh, the companies that really dove into politics and did a ton of diversity hiring, it's coming back to Biden because they've got so many political issues now inside of their company because they've catered to polit- you know, polis- po- politics in their company, are now being sold. Or that, that can't keep a workforce. That can't keep scandal out of their company. Uh, you know, th- Those companies are tanking. Yet the ones who said, we'll stay out of the politics, seem to be doing just fine. You know, okay? The emperor has no clothes. How about, how about you guys just take a second look? You know, take off the sunglasses that they gave you. And take, oh, wait, they're painted. Take a look. Open your eyes. Quit looking at the dirt. So it's just so stupid. Well, so speaking of Microsoft and some of their acquisitions, uh, there are some dates coming up for one of the companies that they acquired. That includes Bethesda, um, and the, the Bethesda launcher is officially yeah. shutting down on May 11th. So you've got at this point uh, just over two weeks to be able to get everything out. And you've only got um, you, you've got. Uh, it'll be two weeks from tomorrow, you'll be able to transfer your games, your wallet, and most of your saves saves to Steam starting tomorrow, April the 27th. Uh, According to a blog post from them, they say, if you don't have games through the Bethesda.net launcher, or excuse me, if you have games through the Bethesda.net launcher, don't worry, starting April the 27th, you'll be able to migrate your games and your wallet to your Steam account. Um, They will have detailed instructions on that. They're saying that most of it will be done automatically, uh, but for things and mm-hmm. saves that can't be done automatically, they will have a guide and a, a, a written up guide for the manual process of copying the relevant save folders from one location to the other. Um, I would imagine this has been an incredible amount of work to yeah, how they're going to handle these purchases from because they had to have had to have penned a deal with Steam, right? Because these games weren't purchased yeah. on Steam, is, is unless Microsoft is buying new copies of the game for people. No, I mean they, yeah, they must have worked out something because I've seen them kind of do this with what well, uh, was it? I've yeah, seen this happen with, with another game. Destiny, well, Destiny did this. Remember, Destiny Two did this, and when it was on a special launcher, and then they started uh, making it available on Steam and all these other places. But wasn't you were Destiny Three? No, yes, but you had purchases of DLCs. Well, that makes things. sense though, because that's happening. That 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 makes a little bit more sense because the DLCs are 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 on a well, yeah, but I guess the DLCs are purchased through Steam. But so. they were tired to a platform, and so they were able to transfer yeah. those. I went in on my Bethesda account. I have all my my various platforms linked there. Um, so I would assume that they're kind of going to do this automatically. They have my Steam account, but I don't know what else they're they're going to need. I'll have to check it out. I don't have a ton of games on the launcher, but I do know I have a few. Yeah, I've got a few on there as well. Um, for some reason, though, if you go to Bethesda.net, they still have their launcher on the homepage. Uh, you can download it's telling, it, yeah. It's, 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 not you, it's not that you can download it. They're literally advertising you to download it, which to me doesn't seem to make any sense. Um, 
So it'll be. I'm curious what the uh, what the details are on this, and I'll go through. And I, I think I've got I've got a couple of games like Fallout 76 on there that I'll transfer over to Steam. Um, so we'll see how the process goes. But this is part of the acquisition and part of the process that is uh, that is going on. It has to go on because that's what Microsoft kind of uh, you know that's kind of what they signed up for when they decided to yeah. um, to to purchase these companies. And so this is part of it. Uh, we'll see how smoothly it goes. I'll try to do it tomorrow, and we'll see if it actually works. Yeah. Spe- speaking of other companies that uh, Microsoft is in the process of acquiring, of course, Activision Blizzard is one of the big ones. And there's a this has kind of made its way around the past day or so um, about a drop in 50 million monthly active users compared yep. to last year. And this is dealing with a huge loss in games, uh, active player bases in games yeah. like Call of Duty Warzone and things like that. Yeah, and I think that a lot of this comes down to just there's. But well, first get of old, all, Brian. there's been a lot. Of, yeah, games get old. People, there's been a lot of controversy with Activision Blizzard, uh, and then just the back and forth. And plus all the negative press. I mean, look at all the negative press. What do they did? One thing that happened here recently is the Raven software part of it. They got the green light to vote for that union. Mm. So the National Labor Relations Board is going to vote whether or not they get a union there. Uh, we'll see how that helps them. But yes, they have lost 50 million active users. And it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And again, I don't think this is necessarily the third. You said a third of their of the overall. Uh, I don't no, I don't think I don't think it's a third of their overall. If you look, this says 150. Is that yeah, 150 million. So there's 150 for Activision. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, you know, you're right. That's yeah, you're right. One, so year, one year. Yeah, no, they've you're gone right. down to is one third. third. They've lost one third of their users. But here's the thing, and I'll, I'll equate this to similar to 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 the Netflix story that that we talked a little bit about last week, and I've covered in other. Uh, uh, products that i produce podcasts and and the radio show and whatnot you can't you can't ride on those successes forever i mean netflix had 11 straight years worth of quarters four quarters a year for 11 years in which they produced good and uh, and resulting good earnings and an increase in in audience and user base that cannot go on forever and then you're looking at warzone right now Brian, you're talking about a game that is at least three years old at this point. Yes, they've done new yeah. maps. Yes, they've done updates, but it's still a three-year-old game. The most recent Call of Duty, uh, multiplayer-wise, has not had the support that prior games have had. This makes perfect sense, and it's not like they went from yeah. 150 million players in December to 100 in March. Over a year-long period, they went from 150. They went from, uh, again, I'll pull up the chart here. 150 to 127 to 119 to 107 to 100. This when, makes when sense. A, this is a not year ago, surprising. Like one of the games was more recent, right? What came yeah. out a little after over a year well, you ago had, that you're you going to have call, a big boost to those Call players. of Duty. Yep. So that that is a natural kind of slide. Of course, you know, show the year to year. They show this year from last year, but how about we see a graph over time to see with releases how often does that go up? you know, one third of the player base comes back for a new release and then they go away when they're tired of playing it. And when the next release comes out, they come back. But see, and 
if we had those numbers, and I'm sure they're somewhere, I just don't know what they're called. And Warzone has had a higher retention policy than a traditional game. A traditional Call of yeah. Duty has about a, call it a three-month or so retention policy, where you get people that buy the game in November, whenever it comes out, they play it until the new year, you know, they're playing day in and day out until the new year, and then they kind of slowly cut back their habits and then drop off. That's kind of been the typical retention for a Call of Duty game. Warzone has been out for multiple years now and has continued and still does. It, and this is not all, this is not all, all 100 million players are not all playing Warzone, but I'm sure as hell confident it's a good majority of them. It still yeah. is pulling probably at least 80 million monthly active users. That's still impressive yep. for a three-year-old game. But the and yeah. you know while the headline might want to pin it as oh Call of Duty's dropping a user base, of course it's an old game. People have moved on. Right. You can only play the same thing over and over again before you say you know what maybe I'll find something new to play. You know Warzone Two is expected to come out sometime next year, so there's going to be a new game that's coming up. But Warzone has literally been out since 2019. Yeah. So it's it to me this is not surprising. Plus, Vanguard was an unmitigated disaster. Yeah, and it was was that other one that was it twenty forty two. There's another one that I just have heard a lot of negative. Uh, Cyber was talking was, about. I don't know about it. No, there's another one, the, the Battlefield twenty forty two. I just have, I've but heard a lot EA, that's, about that's, things. That's about that's EA. Oh, that's EA. Sorry, I was I was thinking Call of Duty, but the, I think that the people are getting tired of that whole genre, though. And as far as this, they've been repeating, especially in Call of Duty. They found there are ones that worked, but you can only cycle those ones in so much. And then they you try can. something different. People don't like it. And then, you know, then they cycle the other one and it's like, oh, everybody's happy again. Well, people are realizing that cycle is happening. They have, they, they do the same game and then they'll do something different. And people say, we hate that. Then they'll do the same yep. game and say, oh yes, we like this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, then they'll do something different. And then they come back. Oh, we like this one. Well, eventually people are going to be tired of the other, every other kind of like they were with Microsoft Windows. Well, they, don't, they don't want the every other just being a pile. Well, and unfortunately, and I think you just touched on it pretty well, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, because you release the mm-hmm. same game with the same strategy People every year. It's, it. yeah. yeah, this is boring. This is the same thing. Why are you charging me? You try and switch it up every year, every two years, and you're, why are you changing it? It works so well. It's like, well, yeah. shit, what do you want me to do? <laughs> like, you want the same they product need, every they year? They need no. to make an online like subscription, something well, where they what, have to take a small amount of money. That's what Warzone was. Warzone was a game that has been yeah. out for three years, and they've just released new maps and new weapons and continued it going. This is exactly yeah. what Call of Duty is needed, and of course it's going to have a trailing off user base. It's not a current game. Yeah. I just don't I mean, see look this what as a GTA big deal. Doing. Yeah, I, well, look at what GTA and a lot of these other ones, they're going to an always online uh, version of the game that gets updated, kind of like what Microsoft is doing with Windows. They're doing with video games because they're realizing people don't want to do the back and forth anymore, uh, especially if it's not that different of a game. Well, don't make a different game. Just make seasons and all these different things to where people are kind of getting a new game, but it's still the same game. You know, sell them things in the game, sell them some sort of a season pass, and you'll make more money in the end without having to make them go out, get another video game that then they turn around and quit playing the old one. Yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. All right, um, we are uh, we are about out of time here, Brian. Anything else you want to quickly highlight before we uh, bounce out of here? No, I'm good. Uh, we got we'll cover the rest of the things next week. If you want to find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab Parlor Getter whatever else, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Boise Computer. 
I don't have anything else. Yeah. Hey, oh. Uh, we're good. But if you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com, make sure you go to the right hand side and join our server on Discord, especially if you think there's a topic that we are not covering, or maybe you want to give some input on a topic. Uh, you can do that inside Discord and get a hold of us. Now, uh, we have uh, Twitch, YouTube, BitChute, and DLive, where you can watch the live forms of the show or after the fact, and then uh, all the podcast forms of the lower right. A lot of different ways that you can do that, and they are all free to use. If you're going to listen, I encourage you to go to the episode and li- and follow along in the uh, show notes where we've got links for videos, articles. We've got a built-in video and audio player right there, uh, and it'll really help you if you're not able to see what's on the screen. Uh, if you want to support us, make sure you go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support or support the option up top where uh, we've got a lot of different ways that you can support us. And we appreciate everyone that has uh, through all the years. So it's been very nice. Yes, absolutely. We appreciate your support. Uh, Brian, thanks uh, for everything as always. And we will, yep. uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. More well, willing with a, uh, another episode. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. See you. Thanks. Um, as uh, Brian mentioned, of course, our website is infectionpodcast.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I've uh, I've been on there just uh, the whole time, just not been super active, and I might or might not pick up uh, using it more. I, I've always used it; it's just kind of I, I use it more as a, uh, a reader than a poster. Um, you can follow me over there at Nicholas M. Craig. If you missed any portion of today's show, you can head on over to our website, infectionpodcast.com, where you'll find show notes, links, posts, all the things that we talked about. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.